Welcome to Crossbound Ministries, where we are bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world, encouraging Christians and pointing sinners to the cross. Will you please pray about supporting our broadcast and ministry that gives us the ability to spread God's word? You can get involved by going to crossboundministry.com. Please welcome our preacher, Mike Sadler, as he brings us an important message from God's word. Embrace the love the cross requires cling to the one James chapter 1 verse number 5 as we'll be at today James chapter 1 verse number 5 as we're going through the book of James James is instructing us how to grow and mature as a Christian in our Christian faith amen so James chapter 1 And verse number five, the Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Praise God. We don't have to face the problems of this life on our own. We can go to God and ask for wisdom. Isn't that a comforting thought? It's also comforting to know that God is telling you, if you lack wisdom, come ask me and I'll give it to you liberally. Lots of it. Amen. Who doesn't need lots of wisdom? We all do if we're truthful and honest with one another. And if you say, well, I'm pretty smart. Well, hold on. You better check your pride level there. God may just trim you back a little bit because none of us, none of us are truly wise except for God. And the only true wisdom comes from God. So the Bible says, if you, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Thank God we can go to him in the midst of trials. Thank God we can go to him when we need help. Thank God when I'm needing wisdom, I can go to God and ask him liberally. You see, because the Bible, the Bible doesn't give you pacific answers to the unenumerable amount of problems that you face that arise in this life. There are so many hundreds of thousands of situations that you face and you go to the Bible and say, well, it doesn't say anything pacific about that. And you go to God and ask God for his wisdom. Now, the Bible does give us biblical principles to live by. Biblical principles. He gives us many commands, and those are principles also, by the way. Uh, You can take it that way. They're good things to do. But we know that we should be faithful. We know that we should love one another. There you go. You wonder about a lot of our problems or or your question, what should I do? Then you go back to what God has showed you in his word and obey it. Amen. 
So there, there, are, there are a thousand million problems, but make sure you, when you deal with that problem that you know the way that you handle it, that God would be pleased with it. And you can go to him and ask him for wisdom. And spiritual wisdom is, the, is just a practical application of our Lord's teachings to the everyday, everyday situations that you will face day in and day out. And he says he'll give you liberally and unbraideth not. In other words, abundantly, without finding fault, I'm going to give you boatloads of it, more than you asked for. That's what liberally is. You go to somebody and say, hey, give me eight ounces of water, and they give you 12. Well, they just gave you a liberal amount. They just put a little extra in there that you can even ask for. And praise God, God will do that for you when you ask him. When you ask him in faith, God is pleased. By the way, God is pleased when you ask him for wisdom. Isn't that just strange to hear, isn't it? God is pleased when we ask him for wisdom. But let me say, don't you know that God is pleased when you do what he has told you to do? When you obey him and you listen to what that verse says. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. You're doing what God has told you you ought to do. You lack it. You know that you need it. You know where to get it. And God Almighty has it. And you go to him and you ask for it. Amen. Look with me now in verse number six. James chapter one, verse number six. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Let me just stop right there and let's put in a pre-qualifier. But let him ask in faith. You've got to know who you're asking when you ask in faith. Put it simply, if you need to borrow some money, would you go find the poorest man in town and ask him, can I borrow $100,000? No, you wouldn't. Because you know he's broke. He doesn't have anything. So what do you do? You go to a giant financial institution that you know has the backing, has the money, has the funds, and you know that you can ask them for it. Why? Because they have it. They have it to give. So let's put that in an application when you ask God. When you go to God and you ask Him, remember who you're talking to. You're talking to God Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, the moon and the stars, the sun and the sea. The Bible says, I am that I am. That's who you're talking to, the one that can split the ocean and you can walk across on dry ground. The one that can speak this world into existence. Amen. He is the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end, the I am that I am. That's who you are asking. So when you go and you ask him for something, you ask him in faith, you just remember that. You remember who you're talking to. You remember who you've approached. You remember how much power he has. You remember that it's God Almighty, and he has it to give. Amen. You don't have to wonder, does he have it, or can he do it? No, he's, he knows that he can, he, and you know that he can. He has the power to do so. So bullet him ask in faith, nothing wavering, nothing wavering. You see, the source, the source of all wisdom comes from God. God is the source of wisdom. Amen. There's no there's no book. We got we don't confuse wisdom with knowledge. There are a thousand million books just full of all kinds of information. That does not mean that they have a drop of wisdom in them. True wisdom comes from God Almighty. 
We think that uh, we're so advanced with our medical field today, and amen, praise God for some of it, but at the same time, we can't even cure the common cold. We don't really understand the human body, not yet, but it's nothing to God. He created us from the dust of the earth. So when you go to him and you ask, you know who you're asking, that God has it to give. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, the I am that I am. And God is the source of all wisdom. And listen, wisdom is obtained by prayer, by going to God and asking God for it. And listen, it's available to everybody. It's available to everyone of God's children. Amen. If you belong to God, you have the right to go to God and ask him for that wisdom. Now, if you're not a child of God, if you've not been born again, if you've never repented of your sins and put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, God is not going to offer you a drop of wisdom. The only thing he will offer you is salvation. It must start there. Just like a person being born, you must be born into the family of God. The Bible talks about being born again, not born from your mother's stomach a second time, but no, being born spiritually a new birth. Amen. That's when you realize that one day you're going to die. You realize that there's a penalty for sin. That's a place called hell. And that when Jesus died, he defeated death, hell, and the grave. And when he arose on that third day, see, Good Friday is when Jesus died on the cross. Easter is when he arose from the grave. The Bible says that he had defeated death, hell, and the grave. He has the keys to it. He has power of it. And that's why you know that you can put your faith and trust in him in the finished work of the cross. If you have done that, then you have the right to approach the throne of God boldly and ask God for wisdom. Nothing wavering. Don't waver. Don't, don't go there like you go and talk to a broke man asking for money. Oh, I wonder if they could. I wonder if they have the backing. I wonder if they could do this. No. No that God can, and he has the power and the ability to do so. The Bible goes on and talks about, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind. Have you ever watched the wind, the ocean, on a real windy day? I mean, sometimes there'll be a little wave here and a little wave there and one's going left and one going right and one's going away from you and the wind's just blowing that water all around and sometimes it may even swell up to a height and may fall back flat. It can just move all around. It's just going every which way. And such is a person that truly doesn't ask God in faith, knowing, knowing who God is. And I ask you today, when you get on your knees to pray, how big is your God? Is it the God that you think, oh, he probably can if he wants to, or he might can, or he, no, are you praying, are you talking to the God of the Bible, amen, the one that created each and every one of us, the one who breathed this world into existence with his mere words, that's how powerful that he is. Know that you are talking to him when you're asking him for wisdom, and wisdom is obtained by prayer, by asking God. And listen, this is available to each and every born-again Christian, and he gives it liberally, and he gives it without reproach. Who wouldn't want more wisdom? Amen. I go to God on a regular basis, not as much as I should, and not as much as you should. Let's take the time 
each and every day to ask God for more wisdom to deal with our family problems, more wisdom to deal with our work problems, more wisdom to learn how to live a godly life. Lord, show me, teach me each and every day what I need to know. Help me to look at a trial and get what I'm supposed to get out of it. Amen. Not just look at a trial and go, man, this is tough. This is hard. I can't believe this. No, but what does God want me to get out of this trial? When you ask God for those kind of things, you're asking for wisdom because you want to have what God wants you to have in the midst of that trial. Amen. Look with me now in verse number seven. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything, anything of the Lord. If we doubt his goodness... And if we doubt his power, we have no stability in that time of trouble. If you doubt him, say, man, I don't know. I don't know if God can. I don't know if he will. I don't know if he might. No. But when, like I said, when you know who you belong to and you know who you're talking to, it gives you more faith in what God can do. And you say, Here, here's, here's what I mean. If you go to God, if you have cancer and you're dying, you go to God and you say, God, I need you to heal me. I need to be healed, Lord. I can't. I got to live. I got a family. I got this. And you're right. You do. You got a family. And you got loved ones to worry about. And you got your life to worry about. But the truth is, God may not heal you. He may see fit to take your life that you may go home to be with glory. And you say, well, what can that do? What can it do? When people see you walking through that trial, they see that, hey, that man's losing his life. But he's going to trust God, that God's going to provide. He's going to trust God with his family, that God's going to take care of him even after he's gone. Hey, that's going to God in faith. Say, God, I may not fully understand this, but I fully trust you. If you'll just should give me one step at a time, Lord, I'll trust you. I'll walk with you. Amen. Because the Bible says in verse number 8, James chapter 1, verse number 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. The crucial condition is that we ask in faith, not doubting, not wondering, but knowing who God is, knowing God's ability, knowing what God can do and God will do. Amen? God does not want you to be like the surge of the sea, where you all of a sudden you ever seen a, a big swell in the ocean? It can rise to great heights, but it can fall flat as a flitter. No, God wants you to, raise, to rise to great heights. He wants you to keep your faith and trust in Him, even especially when everything's going wrong, especially when you go, Lord, I don't understand this, but I'm going to trust you. Amen. That's when He truthfully wants your faith in Him. And the source of wisdom is God. And how do you obtain that wisdom? By prayer, by asking God. It's available to everybody, to all of us, to each born again Christian. And the Bible says it's given liberally and without reproach. The crucial condition is that we ask in faith, without doubting, knowing who God is, knowing what He can do. You know, you know, the more that you read your Bible, the more that you'll have faith going to God, the more that you read those stories in the Bible and what God did for those people. Just taking the nation of Israel as God led them out of captain from the nation of Egypt. He brought them to uh, between a rock and a hard place. 
You see, the Egyptian soldiers were chasing them. They were, gonna, they were after them. They were going to get them. And they came upon the ocean and they said, God, there's no way. God, you let us here. They're talking to Moses. And you know they're discouraged, get defeated. There's no way out of here. But God can make a way when there is no way. And that's when Moses used his staff to part the sea. And they walked across on dry ground. When you start reading those stories and you see what God has done for his people and you see what God can do and you start watching your own life, the things that you've happened and you've walked through it, you've walked through the fire, you've trusted God when it doesn't make no sense, you've trusted God to provide, you've trusted God to pay the light bill, you've trusted God to feed your children. And when you start seeing those things, the more that you see it, the more that you read it, the more that you hear it, the more faith you're going to have. Your faith is going to grow. And let me just say this, your faith is just like a muscle. You know, a bodybuilder don't get big until he starts using them. And your faith don't get big till you start using it. When you start stepping out on faith and going, God, I'm going to trust you. And God will grow that faith just like a muscle. The more that you use it, the bigger it'll get. God, I'm stepping out on faith. God, I'm wanting to serve you. God, I want to do what's right. Will you help me? Will you give me wisdom in this decision, in this part of my life, in this trial of my life? Lord, as I step out, will you show me? Absolutely, God will. And most likely, it'll be in a way that you never, ever thought of. And in that way, God is showing you that I'm the one that's doing it, not you. Not that you knew this person, or you got this loan, or you got this position, or you pulled this string, or you made this call. No, God will step in and do it in a way that you know that only He could have done it. Why? So that He gets the glory, and your faith grows, and you get more trust in Him. Amen? That's what I love about serving God. You just never know what and how and way God's going to do it. But if you'll just trust him, if you'll step on faith, that muscle will grow. Amen? Look with me now in verse number 9. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. Now that verse just doesn't make good sense at first reading it. What does it say? Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he exalted. Here's a low brother and he's supposed to uh, rejoice because he's exalted. No, but think about this. God may have placed you in a low position of employment. You might be in a low position of status. You might be in a low position in society. But if he had made you rich, you might not have trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You might be rich as all get out and on your way to hell. They let that brother rejoice. Amen. That he may not have nothing in this world, but I have God. I have Jesus. I have my salvation. Because, hey, you're not going to take none of them riches with you, but you're going to take your salvation with you. Amen. That nice car and that big house, it's not going with you when you die. You know the old joke, you never see a, a U-Haul behind a hearst, do you? No, you're not taking it with you. It's staying here. And oh, how we get so caught up, even us good Christians get caught up with looking at all these shiny things. Man, did you look at that? Did you see that? Man, I'd love to have one of those. Boy, they're lucky they got a truck like that. Boy, look at that. It doesn't mean anything. It does not mean anything in the light of eternity, in the light of being with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not going to mean one thing. The Bible says all this stuff will be burned up. It'll be gone. You won't take it with you. But when you've got Jesus 
Amen. You've got him for all eternity. He's yours. You can rejoice in it. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. When you take your last breath, you'll forever be with the Lord. Hey, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Let that brother that has nothing, that is of low degree, he can rejoice that he is a child of God. Amen. Let that brother or sister that doesn't have nothing know that, hey, they got more riches in heaven than they could ever dream of. They got mansions and streets of gold and walls of jasper and sea of crystal. They've got all these things, but you know all those riches won't mean nothing. You know what will mean everything to them is when they're in the presence of a thrice holy God, worshiping God as they kneel before the throne of God, as the river of life flows from the throne of God, and they're there in the presence of the glory and the power of God. That will mean everything to them. Let that low brother rejoice and that he is exalted. Amen. And you know, you have peace when that, when you realize that it doesn't matter what you are in this life. What matters is if you've ever trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, it gives you peace inside. It gives you confidence inside. Like the Apostles Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15.10, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which is within me. The Apostle Paul said, By the grace of God, I am what I am. He had come to peace that it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what your status is. It doesn't matter what your economical status is, what your employment position is, how how big of a name that you have. What matters is it is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Are you a child of God? Do you know that you know that you know when you take your last breath, you'll lift up your eyes in glory and be forever with the Lord? Can you say that with peace? But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Because all these things won't matter, ladies and gentlemen. None of them. But it will matter where you put your faith and trust. Let's look at our last verse, James chapter 1, verse number 10. But the rich, and that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. The Bible doesn't say, but let the rich man rejoice that he has all these things, like, like the brother of low degree. Now he says, but the rich man, and that he is made low. Because all these things, like a pretty flower, man, they come up and they bloom and they blossom. I love flowers myself. They, 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 they grow and they, they blossom and they open up and they're beautiful. And they smell good and they make the room look good and they shine. But they don't last very long. They bloom. Next thing you know, you have a petal falling off. Next thing you know, they start to wilt at the top a little bit. Next thing, they're drying out and they're falling all apart and they fell to nothing. They're nothing anymore. And that's what being rich in this life is. You might have it just for a second. And it'll it'll wither and it'll die and it'll be gone forever. But what you have done with the Lord Jesus Christ will matter for all eternity. And I ask you today, has there ever been a moment in time where you know that you're a sinner in need of a Savior, that you've repented of your sins. You're not putting your, your faith and trust in your church membership. You're not putting your faith and trust in your pastor. You're not putting your faith and trust in anything except for the finished work that Jesus did on that 
cross because there is nothing else that can save you. There's no pastor that can save. There's no preacher that can save. There's no baptism that can save. There's no church that can save. Only the precious bought blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross can save you. Amen. And the only way that you'll get it is to realize that you're a sinner. Realize that you are no good. And our and our our fleshly body, we're no good. The Bible says there's none good. No, not one. Not even one, the Bible says. And you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then you will know. You'll be like this low man. He may not have anything, but he's got everything with his Savior in heaven. Amen. We pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200. That's 352-247-9200. Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries Radio Broadcast. Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.